You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome to another edition of On Point with Victor. Uh, we've got a ton to go over today, so I'm going to do my best to get to whatever we can. Uh, I'm going to touch on a few things, and then I'm going to bring in an, a really, really special treat for you guys out there. Uh, we're going to have uh, Dallas Hamilton, and if you're watching us live, you see her sitting next to me. So we're going to bring her in uh, for some good discussion, and we're going to talk about everything from... Uh, Maybe a couple of grievances we may have with the uh, Establishment Republican Party in Georgia, uh, along with the Establishment Republicans in Washington. You know, that swamp that you hear Trump talk about sometimes. We may brush that topic just a bit. Uh, we're also going to talk about the John Birch Society, uh, which if you're not familiar with that, uh, you're going to be familiar with it after this show. And then you should uh, look it up even after this show and learn more about it. So we'll get into that. But first, uh, you are listening to America's Web Radio. I am Victor Armendariz, and this is On Point with uh, Victor. Uh, look, folks, just real quick, uh, as I've mentioned before, and I want to mention again, um, we get list- new listeners every week, and I want to just take a moment to thank uh, all the current listeners, past listeners, and new listeners, because without you, uh, I couldn't do this, and uh, and I love being here every week. I can't wait to get in this chair just to talk to you guys, and now that we're we're doing live, we're live on Facebook, we're live on uh, YouTube, uh, now you can see my mug, so uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, but I enjoy being here, I really, really do, but I can't do it without you guys, so a big, big, big thanks as always to all the listeners, and just to remind you, uh, for those new listeners out there, uh, you can go to YouTube, America's Web Radio. We have a page. Just look it up, America's Web Radio page. And it's, it's, a few things will come up, but you're going to want to look to the one that has a little red symbol next to it that says live. Uh, because it's 24-7. We're, we're uh, pretty much 24-7. But, uh, but it's live all the time. And even when you don't see people sitting in the studio, uh, because some of these shows through America's Web Radio, they may be done, um, remotely. So you may not see uh, someone sitting in the studio, but you're still going to hear the show. Uh, and, and America's Web Radio, you know, I tell uh, all the time, usually in my introduction, that this is the next evolutionary step in talk radio. Um, you're going to hear things here at America's Web Radio that you're just not hearing in traditional radio, whether it be On Point with Victor or one of the many other awesome shows, or maybe the show coming up after mine called Locked and Loaded. For any of you gun enthusiasts out there, you're going to want to listen to that. And that will be coming live from studio, so you can go to that America's Web page show uh, page I'm telling you about on YouTube. Uh, and when you go to it, subscribe it, because that helps us as well. Uh, and you can find us, of course, on Facebook. And for me personally, uh, a lot of you guys find follow me on Instagram, so I'm Radio Victor on Instagram. I'm Radio Victor on Twitter. Um, I love to take your questions, uh, especially those of you who disagree. Uh, challenge me. I love it. Um, so you can do that through Instagram, uh, or even better, the way I can respond immediately is through Facebook Live. So if you get on and make your comments on Facebook Live or ask your questions, I can answer them during the show. Uh, you can also do that on YouTube. You can make lots of comments there. Uh, so I encourage it, and, and, and I love it. So it, it really fires me up when, when um, we have listeners who will challenge me because to the dismay of a lot of liberals out there in the lamestream media, 
There are a lot of Democrats who listen to conservative talk radio or libertarian talk radio, and, and I fall somewhere in between there. I consider myself a libertarian conservative constitutionalist, and uh, and I have Democrats that follow me on Facebook, and they like to uh, – every now and then they'll speak up. You know, I, now that I'm thinking about it, though, a lot of times whenever I'm showing facts and I back those facts up with articles uh, and not just comments – and uh, I post these things on Facebook, such as the economy, the 3.2 GDP growth, and, and so on. I don't hear very often from my Democrat friends uh, because they usually like to throw words and names and uh, you're a meanie and Trump's a meanie and all those type things, you know, childish comments. But they never really respond to uh, when I'm getting into the nuts and bolts of why this economy is doing well. Uh, so that, that ought to... Just let you guys out there, any of you out there who are on the fence, who maybe you don't like Trump's attitude. Maybe you don't like some of his comments. Maybe you just don't think he's presidential, so to speak. And But yet you are starting to see that his policies are working. You're starting to see what a president who comes in who actually knows how to create jobs, who actually has had to sign paychecks. You're starting to see that things are working. But yet you've got a bunch of voices telling you, oh, but Trump's a bad guy. Trump's this, Trump's that. Well, as you listen to my show, I'm going to give you reasons, and, and if you follow me, you'll see reasons why I look at things mostly through a policy lens. Um, I don't care who the man is, and I don't really care much for what he says off the cuff, um, and I don't care when he hits back when he's attacked. He's a New Yorker. You should expect it. Um, what I do care about is policy. What I care about are things that are happening that are helping the everyday people, things that that will help every citizen of this country. Uh, I don't care what color you are or what your creed is. Uh, if the right policy is in effect and you live in this country, you can succeed. Uh, as my father used to tell me, the only thing that's going to get in my way is me. Uh, when I used to walk around and complain about being all of five foot two, <laughs> pretty much my whole life, well, once I got to high school and college, uh, he always said, doesn't matter. Nothing's going to slow you down except you. And, and that, I took that to heart and I live to that every day, even today, even more so today. You know, the more mature I get, the more I understand uh, what my father meant. Uh, so, that's just a, a touch of some of the things you're going to get with On Point with, Vic, with Victor. And, and for you new listeners out there, welcome again. Uh, love having you. So there's, there's so, 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 so much going on. Uh, but before I got, get into a lot of things and before I bring my guest on, um, I want to just open with asking everybody out there to uh, send your thoughts, your prayers uh, to the people in, uh, of the uh, Chabad of Poway Synagogue. This was the synagogue in Southern California in San Diego that uh, a gunman, on the last day of Passover, a gunman went in and decided he was going to shoot up some people. Um, uh, this evil douchebag was named John Ernest, and I, I'm not going to really talk about what they're finding out about this guy or anything today. Um, I just want you guys to to keep those people, uh, the, the victims and the, and the people in that community, just keep them in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, but what I instead want to focus on is I want to focus on the good that came out of that attack. Um, there were some heroics. There were some heroic Americans who went into action that day. And uh, the first one I want to mention is Lori Gilbert Kay. 
this woman, 60-year-old woman, put herself in front of the rabbi who was at the time the rabbi was speaking to the congregation. This woman got up. When this gunman came in and started shooting, she didn't hit the floor. She didn't look for the next exit. She went to the rabbi, stood in front of him, and took several rounds to her body. Um, that is just nothing less than amazing. I, you ask yourself if you're sitting somewhere and you hear gunshots, if you're going to run and cover for someone like she did. Uh, and the reason why she did it, A, she's known the rabbi, they're friends for years, but the rabbi instantly went into action and started gathering children and trying to get children out of harm's way. And while he was doing that, she stood and covered for him and took bullets and lost her life. That woman is is a hero. That is a true American hero. So my message for San Diego, when you're going out naming streets or you're naming buildings, stop naming them after whiny, weeny politicians. And how about naming them after a true hero like her, Lori Gilbert Kay? Amazing what she did. And uh, I, I just can't say enough about it. Uh, the second person I want to recognize is the combat veteran who was instrumental in stopping the shooter. Uh, if you don't know this story, look up Oscar Stewart. Oscar Stewart was just sitting there in, in this uh, synagogue. When, he, when the shots rang out, he did not run away. He ran to the shots. He ran towards the gunfire. Uh, he took cover in the lobby, and when this – and at one point, the gunman's – what the media is saying is the gun jammed. Probably likely story is is he ran out of bullets. Uh, the, he probably spent the mag, and before he could change it, uh, Oscar Stewart jumps out, starts yelling at the gunman, and running towards him. Now, ladies and gentlemen, think about that. This veteran of the Navy and Army, he was all he served in the Navy and the Army. Oscar Stewart left his cover, ran straight to this gunman, yelling at him while he's running at him. He startled that gunman so bad that the gunman dropped his weapon and took off out the door with Stewart in chase. And not only was Stewart chasing him outside, Stewart was chasing him and screaming at the top of his lungs. Now, he was apparently yelling so loud that the neighboring church, the pastor, heard the screams coming, the yelling coming from Stewart. They said, the witnesses said it sounded like four or five or more people were yelling. But it was only Stewart who was in pursuit of this gunman as this gunman tried to run to his car. Now, Stewart later told the media that he thinks that there were some angels standing behind him that were speaking through his voice, and that's why his voice was so loud. I mean, it's an amazing, amazing, amazing story. Uh, but not only did Stewart chase him, Stewart caught up to him. Now, the guy got into his car, and Stewart started banging on the car. The gunman starts going for another rifle. Stewart continues to try to get bang through this window to drag this guy out of his car. Well, about that time, the third person I want to recognize is a off-duty Border Patrol agent who was at the synagogue uh, as well for the services. So he comes running through the parking lot and starts screaming at Stewart to take cover, get down, get down, because luckily the uh, Border Patrol agent had his weapon. And uh, at this point, he's a civilian with, I might point out, with a weapon to all the California gun control nuts. Uh, so he, he uh, opened fire on this uh, dirt bag who was in the car. Now, he was trying to disable the car. He hit the car four times, but the, the uh, gunman was still able to drive away. Later, the gunman was caught. Uh, luckily, he was uh, apprehended uh, off the highway by, uh, I believe, San Diego's finest. Uh, but the point is, these are real Americans. The Border Patrol agent who took out his gun to stop a crime. The Army veteran, Navy veteran, Oscar Stewart, 
who ran to gunfire and confronted this gunman and startled the gunman so much that he start, dropped his gun and ran. That's he- heroism. That's an American. That's the American spirit right there. Uh, and the, of course, Lori Gilbert Kay, who sacrificed herself to protect a rabbi who was trying to protect children. That's heroism, ladies and gentlemen. That is the American spirit. That is what makes this country so great, or at least a few of the people that make this country great. I don't know Lori's politics. I can pretty sh- be sure I know Oscar Stewart's politics, and I bet you I know the Border Patrol's politics, but none of that matters. They didn't stop. Not once did Lori stop and go, oh, I wonder what my rabbi thinks politically. I wonder what she thinks about Trump. She didn't, not once did she say that. She just jumped into action. Not once did Stewart, while he was taking cover from gunfire, not once did he say, gee, I wonder if this gunman supports Trump. I wonder if he doesn't. None of that. And the Border Patrol agent, not once did he stop and say, well, gosh, I I wonder if this guy's a Trump supporter or I wonder if Trump made him do it. But if you listen to the mainstream media, which I won't get into right now because it'll take too much time and, and, and I probably will get too impassioned. But if you listen to the mainstream media, they immediately started trying to tie this gunman to Trump. Uh, and all I, all you have to do is look at the last few months of where anti-Semitism has been coming from. It's been coming from the Democrat Party. It's been coming from Omar, Representative Omar, and Representative Talib, and uh, Cortez, and all the other Democrats who wouldn't, who didn't want to admonish Omar, and still hasn't removed her from a position, uh, her committee position, for the comments that she's made, uh, the anti-Semitic comments that she made. Um, there's the New York Times that just the other day ran an anti-Semitic uh, advertise uh, cartoon. Uh, I mean, there is example after example after example. So I wanted to start to show off with this just to, to really, really praise those good Americans and to kind of show you through an example where the anti-Semitism lies. But all right, folks, you hang on tight. We're going to go to our first break. I know time flies when we're having impassioned radio. So you hold tight. This is On Point with Welcome Victor. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Doctor's Lounge. I'm your host. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is Around Town Movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around Town Movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. Whether cruising the strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. 
These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. This is Victor with On Point with Victor. You're tuned into America's Web Radio. Uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, all right, we're going to get right into uh, my guest. So if you are watching us live right now and wondering who is sitting next to Victor, uh, that is Dallas Hamilton. And I asked uh, Dallas to be in today. Dallas, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me on the show. Of course, of course. So just a little background. So Dallas... She's the founder and uh, chapter leader of the John Birch Society, and the John Birch Society is something that I wanted to get into today, which is one of the reasons why Dallas has, uh, came in today. Um, if you listen to this show a lot, which um, thank you for many of you did to do, uh, this show is based on not just common sense and logic, but on freedom, independence, liberty, the great foundation of this country. And um, the John Birch Society, uh, Dallas, probably spells that out really well on a daily basis well exactly we're constitutionalists so that's uh, where our heart is excellent excellent so so like i was saying dallas is the f- founder and chapter leader of the john burr society of uh the north atlanta chapter she's married to mayor um, mayor <laughs> i just i just demoted your husband <laughs> so she's, she's married to major greg hamilton a graduate of the united states air force academy a retired air force pilot and he now flies for UPS. Uh, they have one daughter, Janelle, who's awesome. I do know her, by the way. She's, <laughs> she's a cool girl. Um, she's a graduate of Mercer University and Georgia State University. Uh, Dallas's background. So here's another one. She's one of, as my dad would say, at you are our people. Um, <laughs> Dallas is, uh, she does have a Hispanic background, uh, Puerto Rican and Panamanian, and describes herself as a constitutional Americanist and a proud Trump supporter. So am I to believe, Dallas, that you can be of Hispanic descent and actually support Trump? There's more of us than you would believe. (laughs) You know, I tell people that all the time. Yes. I have uh, just the other day. Oh, I do not remember. I believe it was a a grill out that I had for Atlanta United. The uh, you know I'm a big soccer fan. And, uh, and, you know, let me sidetrack here. For those of you who are worried, worried about Atlanta United, give the coach a little chance. Give him time to learn the players. Give the players time to learn him. We're going to be fine. Atlanta, you know, we've got some fantastic players. It's a fantastic soccer team, and we're going to be fine. Okay, now back to, on to this uh, important stuff here. But I, I, I had someone ask me who came over to this, uh, my little Atlanta United grill out, uh, what I thought about uh, the border wall idea. And they were a little taken back because, to their eyes, oh, you're Hispanic, I know what you're going to say. And then to their amazement, um, when I said, well, I not only support it, I would happily go down and put the first nail in the first 
frame or, or help frame it or anything else I can do to go help because I look at the border wall as a wall or barrier, whatever you want to call it. It's a security issue to me. It's not just an illegal immigration issue. And um, when you're dealing with uh, terroristic shooters and and uh, the ISIS guy who now is, we found out, is alive and, and ready to, who knows what kind of attacks, the attack in L.A. that has been thwarted, when you look at these things, we cannot have an open border. Lives are going to be lost due to an open border. So, so I surprise people being Hispanic, but being 100% for that border for some type of barrier or wall. And it's because I, like I said, it, it is a security issue. But, but Dallas, what kind of pushback do you run into when people find out that you're a Hispanic background, but you're a Trump supporter? Yeah, just a lot of ignorance, and so I have to educate them, and I try to do it in a gentle way. But uh, a wall is not a bad thing. Uh, all those who are opposing the wall have walls around their homes. Mm-hmm. Even Obama, when he bought his home, I think he added an additional 10, 10 or 14 feet mm-hmm. to the wall that was, uh, he had a little low wall mm-hmm. and he built it up. Uh, the Vatican has a wall. Mexico has a wall. Mm-hmm. It has a wall or some type of barrier on the southern southern border. With Guatemala, and, but it doesn't yeah, work Yeah, and, well. and you know what? Even heaven mm-hmm. has a wall and gates. And if you gates. read in the Bible, <laughs> yes. So those who are not authorized entry mm. just don't get in. That's a good point. So if it's good enough for God, I think it's good enough for us. That's a good point. Yeah. I've never thought of it that way, but uh and I and I believe uh that wonderful lady that I spoke about earlier, Lori, is as a uh, Heaven's probably a better place with her at the gates. Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, but that's a great way, a great analogy. And But you are absolutely right. Uh, Obama, whether it's Obama, Biden, Pelosi, um, any of these guys out there that uh, are so suddenly, you know, against the wall. Because, you know, they were for the wall when mm-hmm. it, under Obama's presidency. Now they're against a wall or barrier. Uh, every one of them have a wall or some structure around their house. And it's not just a little wall. I mean, these are concrete structures surrounding them. So Dallas, you know, one thing I mentioned on the show a lot is socialism is for the people, never for the socialist. And that's your example right there. When you see the elitist in Washington, whether they're Democrat or Republican, they live behind walls and they live behind armed protection. So apparently in the world of the swamp, if you're an elitist politician, you can have walls with no problem, and you can have armed citizens to protect you. But the rest of us out here in, in everyday America, we don't deserve, nor apparently the Second Amendment doesn't apply to us because we can't, we're not supposed to have guns to defend ourselves, and apparently we can't have walls to defend uh, ourselves, uh, especially the southern border. Um, so it's kind of – it's very – Disingenuous, you know. I mm-hmm. refer to the Democrat Party sometimes as the hypocrite party or the hypocrite. The hip- I call them the hypocrite party, and I think they earn that name every day. Uh, but let's talk a little bit. Um, let's. I do want to get in Dallas to a little bit about how you transitioned away mm-hmm. from the Republican Party, because there are there are. Time after time after time, I run into people who look at me and they just assume, oh, you're conservative, you're a Republican, you're a Republican, you're a Republican. So I wanted to get into a little bit of that. But let's go ahead and take our next break. Uh, folks, you hang on right there. We'll get, we'll get through this break real quick. We're going to come back and we're going to talk to Dallas. And uh, I'm going to give her the mic and just let her go. So you stay tuned. We'll be right back.
This is David Donaldson with the Atlanta Healing Center, conveniently located in Lawrenceville, Georgia. At AHC, your success is our goal. Addiction recovery is about more than just not using. It's about becoming a whole person and addressing all aspects of your physical, psychological, and social needs. Please call us at 770-696-9862, or you can reach us on the web at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back. I told you folks that was going to be a short break. So we are back, and I want to get right into some things here. So so Dallas, and this is my guest, Dallas Hamilton. Uh, she is the, um, oh gosh, you're the founder and chapter leader for the North Atlanta uh, John Burt Society. Correct. Um, Dallas, I, I let's... As, since you and I both are Hispanics and people are always astonished that we can actually be conservative or independent-minded thinking people, um, talk for a moment here about how maybe what what drove you or, or what pulled you to the Republican Party and then what happened after that. Well, first of all, people forget that Hispanics fought for this country. Uh, my father, uh, he was Sergeant First Class Rafael Roman, retired from the United States Army, uh, retired out at Fort Sill. He was from Puerto Rico, and as a Puerto Rican, he served the United States Army. He was serving in the defense of the uh, Panama Canal, and that's where he met my mother, who was a Panamanian. And so I was born in the Panama Canal zone as an American at Mm. Cristobal Army Hospitals. I was born an American. So when my father was stationed back to the United States, of course, my mother eventually became a citizen. And I remember my mother studying for her citizenship and how excited she was about that. So it just upsets me that these people think they can just come across the border. And I'm not talking about just Mexicans, just anybody that comes across, comes across mm-hmm. the border or gets a visa and then ends up staying here and think that they can circumvent that system. Mm-hmm. But my father was a staunch Republican. Mm-hmm. My father was a uh, state commander for the American Legion in Oklahoma. He wow. served numerous times. He also served nu- numerous times as president of the veteran of foreign wars. Uh, My father taught me everything I needed to know about patriotism. I had uh, eight siblings, uh, seven that lived with us, and a half-brother that lived in New York. In my family, we've had people who have served in the Army, Air Force, Navy, and Marines. So it's no surprise that I married a military man myself. My husband, Greg, is a graduate of the United States Air Force Academy. So with all of this going on, there was no way I could have learned what I learned from my father and not have become a patriot. Hmm. And I think if you're a patriot, it doesn't matter whether you're you're white, Hispanic, black, Asian, if you love our country, you need to support it. You need to take that stand that is sometimes unpopular. And, you know, regarding things like the wall and, oh, Hispanics should think this way and Hispanics should think that way. You know, Victor, you and I both feel the same way that our voice has been hijacked. Mm-hmm. Years ago, I had started an organization called Hispanic Patriots. You remember we supported oh, yes. you when you ran for uh, for Congress here. Yes, you did. And you, you're the person who should have won. Um, and that's where the GOP comes in. Um, I also ran for state representative in 2014. I was that person that they said uh, they wanted. Uh, but when it came down to it, uh, the elite got together and they really pushed the narrative of the person who had been there hmm. for over 22 years who was a Pied Piper of Common Core, oh. uh, was in bed with uh, all the Common Core companies, and yet that's who got reelected. So it was very frustrating mm-hmm. to, to, to see that happen. But um, 
I stayed with the Republican Party. I'd been a Republican my whole life. I'd stayed with the Republican Party for years after that happened. Not, not because I didn't leave because I lost. I, it was years after I lost mm-hmm. that I left. Um, but I started seeing things, and I got really frustrated. And I was the true Republican, but I felt the Republican Party was not really Republican. And if you look at it now, that's one of their biggest complaints is that a lot of the leadership, they're really status. They they, they have their own agenda. And it's the patriots that are in the party uh, with the John Birch Society, with mm-hmm. the Tea Party, with uh, Eagle Form. A lot of really – a lot of good groups that are mm-hmm. out there are the ones who are really doing the work. And yet the Republican Party – Cuts them off. They they feel like we're competition, and we're not. That's a great point, Dallas. And just for – we'll pause here for a second just to to define, and I think you'll agree with me. You know, when I I was approached or at least started headed towards the Republican Party, for me it happened in college. And what I believed in was – and some people call it Reaganism – but, but what the Republican Party should stand for, lower taxes, smaller government, low regulation, uh, putting forth the, the environment for anyone who wants to be an entrepreneur to be an entrepreneur, to pull down barriers to entry for the American – let's just say the American ingenuity, the American spirit to lift off. And unfortunately, today's Republican Party, they don't – Either they don't believe that anymore or they're too caught up in that Washington swamp, the club, because now the Republicans, they don't expand the government as quickly as the Democrats, but they still expand the government. Mm-hmm. Um, you just look at the budget that Trump had to sign, and I say he had to sign it because there were some military things involved, and there were, there were a whole lot of things involved with that last budget that he signed. But look at all the pork that the Republicans put in, not just Democrats. So – uh, and then we have the income tax credit because of a Republican. We have uh, – there are countless uh, little welfare type of entitlements that the Republicans agreed to and brought in. So that's, I think, Dallas, where you and I started to say, wait a minute, and not just us. I mean mm-hmm. a lot of people. This isn't the Republican Party that we know. This isn't <coughs> the, the Republican me. Party about freedom. So, all right, folks. We're going to another break. I know we're flying by. So when we come back, we're going to get into a little bit more discussion with Dallas or continue our discuss, discussion with uh, Dallas. So you hang tight. We'll be right back. You're listening to On Point with Victor. You're uh, with America. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is Around Town Movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around Town Movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. Quick Stakes. That's 
Q-U-I-K Steaks are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quicksteak.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of Quick Steaks. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's Quick Steaks, Q-U-I-K Steaks, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. Okay, another quick break out of the way and in the tank. Uh, All right, I'm sitting here with Dallas Hamilton. She is my uh, in-studio guest today, and we're just kind of talking about when we left there on that break, we were talking about how, how we both... As Hispanics and, well, freedom-loving, liberty-loving, and independent-minded Hispanics that we are, uh, and United States-loving Hispanics that we are. That's right. How we – I guess some of the troublesome things we see with the Republican Party, and and I hope they fix it. And, and you know, Dallas, when when I – I will rail on the establishment GOP, the, the Washington establishment and the Georgia GOP establishment, and and I do it because I want to make them better. I want to get them back to their principles. Um, it doesn't mean I'm going to go run and vote for a Democrat because there isn't a Democrat around today that I don't I don't think I could vote for um, because I think they're all socialist right now. Um, so I don't want people to get the wrong idea, uh, and I get pushback. You know, I don't get invited to some of the. Uh, events where people used to want me to come speak to because some of them, the establishment GOP just... They shut you down. They kind of don't yeah, like they, what I have to say. and They have they, shut down some really good people. Yeah. yeah, it's sad because they don't want... You know, the last thing they want is Hispanics like us standing up going, hey, we are going to talk freedom, liberty. We're going to talk about what makes this country great. As you mentioned with your father, your mother, when you watched her get her citizenship, mm-hmm. I saw my father do the same thing, and my father helped. If you, if I could describe the look on my dad's face when he held up his United States passport, it it would bring a tear to your eye. Yes. I, I mean, it, it's an amazing, amazing thing that I grew up having the the – just being lucky enough to grow up and see how this country welcomed him and and you know he did it the right way just as your mm-hmm. family did and so i it it does trouble me sometimes to rail on the GOP but i don't want the republican party to fall and be the new democrat party because the democrat party is off to the socialist party and the veil's coming off. The then they're not even hiding it anymore. Mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders is leading that party. Anybody out there who thinks Biden is a middle of the road guy, you're kidding yourself because he's not. He believes everything that Sanders believes. He's just going to word it different. Mm-hmm. Uh, Biden will still lie to you about what he's going to do. Where Sanders is starting to just tell the truth. Um, I don't want the Republican Party to go that route. I don't, and, and that's kind of what they're doing. The Republican Party is becoming the Kennedy. It's, it actually breaks my heart. I'm not like mad at them. I'm, I'm broken hearted <laughs> by it. Yeah, we're saddened by it. I'm very sad by it because the, the people who are getting fed up with the Republican Party are the ones who are the workers. They're the ones that you see at the fairs. They're the ones that you see picking up the broom after an event. They're the ones like donating to these causes. And it's the very same people who usually can't afford to go to these 2,500 dollar plate dinners and stuff that are doing all the work but it's the people who are supporting 
those who can mm-hmm. write the big checks are the right. ones that are, are the status. It's and the, we need more conservatives in there. And mm-hmm. that's why, personally, I really want to grow more chapters of the John Birch Society because we are constitutionalists. We don't play that. And we've, mm-hmm. we're have we getting people into office and, that are constitutionalists. And Dallas, are those not the very people that elected Donald Trump? The... Who the, are you saying the are people, the people? The, the, the constitution, the patriots. Yes, patriots the, have had it. The Hispanic patriots, like you and myself. Yes, the, the John Birch Society people. The the everyday American who cannot afford to be part of the Washington Club and pay twenty five hundred dollars for a dinner, but yet they're the ones who who. As Obama said, cling to their guns and Bible. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who stood up. It was the union worker in Michigan, the union worker in Philadelphia that finally got up and said, my life got worse under eight years of Obama-Biden. They're yes, the ones. But, we lo- the but ones. look at who the Republican Party puts on stage. It's not us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There were so many people here who were in the party who absolutely hated Trump. They were never Trumpers. Mm-hmm. And yet, when Trump came to the rally here at the Fox Theater, who did they put on stage? Mm-hmm. Those very same exactly. people. After after Trump won the primary, those were the people per- they paraded across the stage. And I'm not going to name names, but you know who you are. <laughs> and, oh, we've got to get come together. And everybody in the mm-hmm. audience applauding them. A lot of the people in the audience really didn't even know who those people up on stage mm-hmm. were. I wanted to stand up and say, weren't you a uh, never Trumper a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago? Why don't they put the people there that were in the trenches from the very beginning, yeah. that were Trump supporters from the very beginning. That, that is the swamp coming out to get mm-hmm. limelight. And, you know, they never yes, they always exactly. Wanna, exactly. They always want to forget yesterday and exactly. just be about today. And history doesn't work that way. And you know what, Dallas? We, we should continue to, to remind people. And uh, you may have to email me some names because I'm not afraid to name them, and I will name them on a later show. Um, <laughs> I'd be glad in to. In fact, there's a... There's a guy running, uh, I believe he's going to be at the state convention because he's running for some GOP Republican Party, some chairmanship or something. I can't remember off the top of my head. Pretty sure this guy was a never-Trumper. And so I'm going to be interested to see if... if uh, yeah, we can talk about it after the show if you have some time. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to. So, well, let's, uh, so now that um, we've kind of established that there there's a ton of good independent minded thinking people like like us that we are conservatives and 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 some may be libertarians some are constitutionalists I will say I'm not a conservative. I was a conservative. I was using that title until I one thing, one of the things that the John Birch Society taught me is that don't use that title mm-hmm. because everybody uses that title. Mm-hmm. And Victor, you and I know whenever somebody's running for office, their big brag when they get up on the stage is I'm a I'm a uh, conservative. I'm a, yeah. No, 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 no. They're, you're a neoconservative. You're a fake. Mm-hmm. And so I personally have quit using that. In in the John Birch Society, we say we're constitutionalists Constitutional. because the conservatives. Are there some of them are conservatives? Most of them are neoconservatives. So, if you're a bircher, as we call ourselves, there's no misunderstanding that we go 100 percent by the Constitution. We don't we don't want to change the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't want the Constitutional Convention. Uh, we in, believe in enforcing the Constitution, not rewriting it. Mm-hmm. We are constitutionalists all the way, and we are unapologetically Americanist. Wow. 
A friend of mine said the other day to me, yesterday actually, I was talking to her. She said, oh, so you're an isolationist. I said, no, 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 don't get that wrong. Mm. You know, so it, Americanists, you know, America mm-hmm. first. That doesn't mean we need to cut ourselves off from other countries. Right. But that is why Trump is soaring right now. I'm going to tell you, 2020 is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. It is going to be a landslide victory because uh. people are getting fed up with this stuff. From your mouth America to God's ears. America first. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And I believe he is anointed of God. Uh, for that, and but sometimes people laugh when I say that. I'm mm-hmm. like, look at look at the men in the Bible who were most anointed by God. They were the bad boys. Mm-hmm. They were the bad boys, and God used them where they were. And I believe He has raised Trump up for that. You know, that's a that's another great point there, Dallas. That you're not going to hear anywhere else, mm-hmm. I don't think. And um, but I think you're right. Uh, you know, people people have different. Uh, let's just say destinies for lack of a better word um and and god's plan Mm -hmm. is different for everyone and i for one now i i do not hide the fact that i was a ted cruz supporter i was at one time i was the georgia hispanic liaison for the ted cruz campaign and i started getting some red flags after Mm -hmm. hispanic patriots my organization hosted him here in an event that's a whole radio show in itself he said some things to me that raised some red flags and i went home i said something's not right well we may have and i did some research on it i was like oh my god i've made a huge mistake interesting we'll have to get into that sometime, sometime another show but uh but I was a crew supporter, and, and I still do support him in the Senate. Um, but I believe to my heart that Trump was the only guy that was at – to do what Trump did in 16 against the Hillary machine, the Democrat machine, and the never-Trumper Republican establishment machine, to do what he did, I don't think anyone else could have done it. And I truly think he was the uh, he he ended up being the right guy at the right. His personality is needed. That is Mm -hmm. why he is who he is. I mean, even Jesus in the temple started flipping tables, right? (laughs) That's right. Went to the marketplace and just started flipping those tables. There is a righteous anger. I see Trump as having a righteous anger. And some of us get that. And some of us, oh, his orange skin, his tweets. Talk to me about policy. I couldn't care less about that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I couldn't care about how yeah. many women he's messed with. I really, mm-hmm. I mean, most presidents have anyway. Hey, you show me the perfect exactly. person. And, you know, I'll probably say hello, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's you know, there is no perfect human being. And... If anyone's sitting around thinking that or waiting for that perfect person to run for president, then if you want, if you want to watch some good videos, go on jbs.org. We've got a lot of good videos about Trump. We got videos uh, exposing Heidi Cruz. Wow! And that that was one a big turning point for me when I found out about the North American Union and how Hmm. the Cruz family, entire family, was behind that. And that is uh, they're taking uh, Canada, United States, and Mexico, and they wanted to turn it into a union. North American Union is not North America is not United States. It is those three areas that people Mm -hmm. don't think Mm -hmm. that through. But we are so inundated with so much information in politics. Most people don't follow up with that. I came across a JBS video that explained it. I was like, what? Hmm. That's interesting. Watch it. It um, will just go to jbs.org. Look at their videos. I forget exactly what you have to put in. You can go on YouTube and find their channel. And it's very enlightening. But JBS as a whole, I can't speak for every single member, are big Trump supporters. Excellent. Well, you know, what I always laugh about is the never Trumpers that are out there supposedly have spent their life fighting for the conservative Republican Mm. Or let's say 
smaller government, lower taxes, constitution-style government. But yet when the guy that comes along that's instituting it better than anyone since Reagan, where are they to be found? They're, they can't, you know, oh, no, we're never Trumpers. And, and to me, it's because he's not, uh, he's not part of the club. He didn't come from the political ilk. Oh, did you ever see this video? I posted on YouTube, I mean, on Facebook several years ago, and it went viral nationwide. But it, it talked about, hey, I'm leaving the uh, Ted Cruz's um, ship. I forget how I word it. and boarding the Trump ta- train. Uh, but in there, I included a link to Newt Gingrich saying live at a RNC convention, the reason the world has come against Trump is he is the only one who has not been inducted into the secret societies. Uh. He actually said that. I said, wow, wow. he's not one of them. And so the hmm. world, all the world leaders are involved in the, on those secret societies. People wow. don't want to talk about the Illuminati, but they do exist. They exist. That May 1st coming up. You know, is, is their founding day, mm-hmm. and they exist not just in Hollywood, big time big. in politics. Oh, I believe it, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So, all right, folks, we're going to go to our other break here. You hang on really tight. We'll be right back. You're listening to America's Web Radio. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back. You are tuned into On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armanderas. Uh, look me up. Find me, Radio Victor on Twitter, Radio Victor on uh, Instagram, uh, YouTube page, America's Web Radio, and also Facebook Live. So I want to go back right now with uh, Dallas Hamilton, my guest of the John Birch Society. And Dallas, why don't you just give us an overview of uh, John Birch? And well, um, John Birch was a Baptist missionary. He actually graduated from uh, Macon, from not Macon, uh, Mercer University in Macon. 
wow. uh, the son of uh, two devout Christians. And the long of it, long and short of it, is that he, or the short of it rather, is that he became a Baptist uh, missionary, and wow. he went to China. He went to China to uh, help the Chinese fight the Japanese communists. And there's just, that's a whole other program in itself. But mm-hmm. uh, when the war ended, he was instrumental. He went there as a civilian, ended up getting inducted by the military wow. as an officer for his intelligence work. He knows nothing. He knew nothing about this organization. It mm-hmm. was started after he died mm. by a gentleman named uh, Robert Welch, who found out the story of how this young man had gone over there and fought the communists and was attributed to a lot of things. Why wasn't his story being told in the United States? Our United States government was full of communist sympathizers. Oh, and he was killed 10 days after wow. the war. Hmm. Ran into some uh, Chinese on the road while he was going about government business. And they tried to disarm him. And he resisted. And they bayoneted. They shot him and then bayoneted him to hmm. uh, with a bayonet, a bayonet to yeah. death. Wow. So the government lied, told us that he had been shot. Uh, his parents started digging because there were people who served with him. Their stories started being told. And Robert Welch, uh, Welch said, how can this heroic person who should be on the lips of every American for fighting communism, hmm. who died protecting us from communism, mm-hmm. how can he not have a story that's being told. So he started the John Birch Society. At, at one time, well, we still are. We're a nonpartisan group. However, the liberals don't really join us anymore. In <laughs> well, fact, our second chairman was uh, Larry McDonald. Uh, he was a congressman here in Georgia. He had uh, Rob Woodall's old seat. Okay. District 7, Congressional District 7. Have you before, um, Oh, this was back a long, long time ago. Yeah, I forget the exact years. I, I could wow. look it up here, but it would take too long. Um, but he was a Democrat congressman. He was also considered the most constitutional uh, congressman Ooh. we had here in Georgia. So he really? was very big on exposing communism, carrying on the legacy of, of young uh, John Birch. And the world did not like that because there are communists all over. And they're certainly infiltrated in our country with some yeah. of the presidents that you would admire the most. If you knew the stories, you knew the stories of who was behind the civil rights movement. Wow. Civil yeah. rights movement did a lot of great things. They were also in bed with the communists. Wow. Hmm. Started exposing these stories, and no, you're not allowed to talk about that. So hmm. he was shot down in an airplane, uh, Korean airline, I forget the number, um, by supposedly Russian interceptors. But a lot of us believe uh, he, the government was involved with that. Maybe, when you want to shut people maybe up. Maybe the Clintons strike again. Well, no. yeah, I, that was before their time, I think. But <laughs> yeah, um, people don't want to believe that our government would do these horrible things. Yeah. I know I was when I was raised, my father was all anti-communism, anti-communism. Now, we don't really hear about communism that much anymore, but mm-hmm. it exists. It exists. Mm-hmm. It's uh, They changed the name. Now it's socialism. It's the <laughs> same thing. So yeah. the John Birch Society, we do two main things, and that is educate, and, and we educate on the Constitution, and we educate on communism, and we fight communism. And we have been so effective at it that our own government started a propaganda, bunch of propaganda against us to shut us down. Wow. So you might hear we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're racist, we're communism. Well, the Bible says, uh, what, is, what is it? What is the, uh, the verse? Something, something standing against itself cannot fall. I can't even think of it right now. I need to go back to church. But, um, 
if you're a communist, you would not be fighting communism, in, in other words. Mm-hmm. So that's just absolutely ridiculous. And come to my chapter of the John Birch Society. We meet in John's Creek every month. And if any, anybody's interested, uh, you can find me on Facebook or you can reach out to me. I guess you'll right. give them my contact information uh, later. Yeah, before we end the show, I definitely yeah. want you to. to we let do a lot know. of stuff. We do. Uh, we have been very successful at a lot of things. In Habersham County, uh, one of the John Birch Society uh, chapters up there found out that a UN program was about to be infiltrated, was about to infiltrate one of the school systems here. Hmm. We found out about it, wow. found out who w- was responsible on that school board for bringing that garbage mm-hmm. here, ran a candidate against them, and won. Oh, wow. Well, that's and good won. news. Yeah. They, they, they sent messages out. They sent information out wow. to all the school, board, school mm. board members, to the teachers. So that's what we do. See, the government does not like us to do that. Even the party here does not like us to do that. Well, Even the GOP here, mm. when we had a, a big John Birch event here, um, well, they, they shut us down. Wow. They, they, they kept us from speaking at their GOP event. I will tell you, there's one thing I really appreciate. Edward Muldrow, who is the new uh, chair of the Gwinnett GOP, when he was running for office, he asked me, why did you leave and wh- how can we get you back? I said, well, I don't want to come back. I've I got my hands full with the John Birch Society. Mm-hmm. But the reason I left is... You guys are cutting out all these patriot groups. So we're the ones that are really doing the work. Mm-hmm. You know, if you would include us in there, when you need people to knock on doors and you need people to uh, uh, do phone uh, calls, mm-hmm. we're there. Yeah. But you have cut us off. He said, well, if I become a chairman, I'm going to change that and I'm going to invite the patriot groups in. And I'm oh. thinking, okay, we'll see. Well, guess what? He, he did. He and did. this this Saturday, I, be, I believe it's this Saturday, they're having a uh, 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 Gwinnett GOP is having mm-hmm. a fair and a breakfast, and uh, they have invited the John Birch Society. Oh, so, yes, great. I'm excited about that. In fact, some of the members from our chapter are now serving uh, on that board. Really? Yes, we have several. See, that's great. I mean, any time a, a group that believes in the Constitution, you know, constitutionalists, Mm-hmm. Need to be heard. Yes, and, and the Repu- and again, I'll say it again: the Republican Party needs to get back to the roots of the Constitution. We're not different than the Republican mm-hmm. Party of old. We yeah. are what mm-hmm. the Republican Party it is supposed to be. To be. Mm-hmm. I'm also a member of the Georgia Republican Assembly, mm-hmm. which right. is yeah. not a part of the uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, GOP. No, no. and. I'm I'm also a member there, and they're doing the same thing. In fact, you know, we call ourselves the right wing of the Republican Party. If the Republican Party was doing their job, you wouldn't have all these patriot groups. Well, it's the constitutional wing. You know, people will try, and that's one label that I don't like to use, right wing, left wing, things like that, because people, again, oh, Victor, you're one of those. I'm like, what, a constitution, freedom-loving, independent-minded, military-loving, America-loving guy? And then they look at me and go, well, no, no, not those things. Well, then don't, you know, they try, they, they want to brand us because Dallas, I think you've experienced this too. When, when the message does get out, we do attract people. I, yes, think, we do. I think off the air you had mentioned before when you talk to people, whether it's an Uber driver or Lyft driver, who's just not, the only thing that they're informed by is, Entertainment Tonight or exactly. MSNBC or Jesse Smollett. They Jesse. still stand behind <laughs> right. Jesse Smollett. Like, really? Right. But yet, when you talk to them a little bit on that Uber ride, you walk out of that car and they've got some information going, huh, or at least maybe they start to question right. what they've heard. Right. And that's how, that's why we have to speak up. Yeah. I am not afraid to speak up. Well, you shouldn't be. Now, I would like to invite everybody. We have uh, we don't have one scheduled right now, but periodically a couple of time, a couple of times a year we schedule a 6-week uh, DVD series. It's you know you come to like uh, our place. Yes, it's called series? The Constitution is Sol- the Solution. Okay. And uh, 
On May the 17th, we have a big JBS speaker named Alex Newman, who uh, does a lot of writing for our magazine, which is called the New American Magazine. He recently wrote an article on uh, rescuing our children, talking about communism, infiltrating the schools. And he's going to be here uh, one day. He's going to, well, the same day, one of them is a noontime meeting. I believe it's called the Friendship uh, Academy, Christian Mm -hmm. Academy in Suwannee. And then he's also going to be at the Cobb County uh, GOP headquarters. And that's being hosted by the John Birch Society. Excellent. So if they reach out to me, I'll be glad to give them some information. Information. We, it's free to attend. Why don't we go ahead real quick and let let the listeners know how to reach you, how to find you, okay. and, and get in more information. Well, number one, I'm on Facebook, and my first name is spelled D-A-H-L-Y-S. So I'm the, I'm the only Dallas Hamilton on Facebook that I know of. Uh, if I'm wrong and a new Dallas Hamilton has come along, you'll know you have the right one because when you get to my page, I have a banner of Trump on the top. Okay, <laughs> You don't hide uh, your Trump yes. support. <laughs> my cell phone is 770-870- 9401. Uh, we don't have a local chapter website, but the website for the John Birch Society, the headquarters, is uh, jbs.org. And there's awesome. a lot of information on there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, uh, if you're listening, I don't know how far out this radio station reaches. We're national. But, uh, we're, we're national. So you awesome. can reach out to me if you're interested in joining a chapter or starting a chapter. Oh, we perfect. need more chapters. We only have five chapters here in Georgia. I'm like, awesome. we've been around since the 1950s. Wow. Why don't we have well, more? You know, b- this show, On Point with Victor, has been a growing show. And we actually reach uh, California, Ohio. I mean, we've got listeners from all over the country. Okay. So that's a great message to get out. So it's jbs.org. Yes, and if you're not local, you can go to that website. You can send them a message, and they'll put you in touch with somebody there. But to me, it really is the the true American organization. And it's an organization that is actually fighting for the Constitution to get back to constitutional roots. And, and, you know, I'll take a second here, too, Dallas, because you mentioned communism and the fight against communism and, and something that a lot of a lot of the Washington Swamp will laugh at or ignore, and and we probably have some listeners out there going, oh, there they go again. Oh, Victor goes again. There he goes, or there goes Dallas. But you need only look to Karl Marx's writings or um, Saul Alinsky writings. They all said that communism, socialism will take form in the United States, not by a war, not by a military takeover, but from the inside. Exactly. That's so, exactly what's happened. Yeah. Trevor Loudon has written a book called uh, The Enemies from Within, I think mm-hmm. is the name of the book. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I bought it. It's a big, thick book. I never got around to reading it all because I buy all these books because well, I'm next, interested in knowledge. But there's so much knowledge out there. Well, I, I get overwhelmed sometimes. <laughs> but, well, Dallas, this has been an awesome uh, – I love having informative guests, and you've been amazing. I've already gotten some response okay. saying that they really loved hearing what you had to say. Uh, I think it's great to hear the background that you had with the Hispanic and, and the way you've transitioned over time and how you found the John Birch Society. So, folks, look her up. That's Dallas Hamilton. That's uh, Look her up on Facebook, Dallas Hamilton, and uh, go to the uh, John Birch Society website, jbs.org. Uh, that's all we have time for for this hour. You guys hang on. We'll be right back in just a few. This is On Point with Victor. You're listening to America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.